All right, Discord, we are about to go on YouTube Live, and today we're going to have a pretty good freaking topic to discuss, so welcome over to WMMRDB. We're going to be simulcasting this right now. We're going live. Hopefully you guys enjoy the show. Rock on. And how you guys doing? Motorcycle Madhouse is back from its summer break. And we're going to start this show off with a pop today. Posers! My goodness gracious and fake one percenters in the same sentence. Never thought I would ever say that, but damn. Nowadays? Oh. Not surprising, man, this story, I got to tell you. So anyway, everybody knows that I'm a creator. I'm a radio show guy, okay? I'm an idiot. I have a stupid radio show. But it's funny. I go into the public and just walking around and stuff like that. And a lot of bikers, they have seen my work and stuff like that. And they'll stop me, say hi, maybe an autograph here or there. But my goodness gracious, did I get a surprise. The other day, you know, I'm out and about minding my own business and stuff like that. And I don't know where the hell I was, but I was somewhere. And a couple of dudes walked up to me. Hey, Hollywood. I was like, yeah, what's up? You know, I'm a nice guy when I'm outside of the studio, too. Hey, Hollywood, we watch you all the time. We listen to you on the radio as well. You know, you got a great station. It's like, hey, man, thanks, thanks. You know, and I'm looking, and they got patches on. I was like, okay, cool. And I ask them, well, who are you guys with? And they, t I'm not going to blast the club name on them. But... They gave me the club name. I never heard of them. You know, and I know most of the clubs in the Illinois area. Uh, so, didn't know them whatsoever. And next thing you know, I look again because I had a double take. They had a diamond on. And I was like, well, how long you guys been around? And they said, oh, we started about eight months ago. I was like, really? I was like, why are you wearing that diamond? Well, we believe in the old traditions. Uh, we believe in living outside of society's rules. I was like, are you a dipshit? It just came out. You know, it just came out. You know how I am. I was like, okay, well, what did you do to earn that diamond? Now, you got to remember... I'm one of the old guys. I come from a different time period. I truly only believe that clubs that are diamond started in uh, decades ago, okay? We're talking 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Those are really the only ones I'll look at as a diamond. Now, a lot of people come back and say, well, you know, you got to evolve and stuff like that. No, I don't got to evolve. And the reason why I don't have to evolve is because them guys put in the damn work. 
Now, if you ever watch a lot of my videos of the history I did, you'll see just how much work they really had to put in. So you guys have been around eight months, I say. Well, yeah, you know, we believe in doing our own thing and stuff like that. I was like, okay, you brought up, you like doing your own thing. Now, what's that entail, I say? Because now I'm at the point where I'm getting pissed. Uh, you know, it's cool to meet people, uh, you know, outside the radio station and stuff. But I don't know what it is lately. I've been getting very grumpy in my old age when I see new diamonds. Because they get this attitude. I don't know why they put the diamonds on. I really don't, guys. I think it's because they want some taco. You know, why else would they put on something that they didn't earn? You know, maybe they're trying to get chicks. I don't know. So, going back to my story. What do you guys do? Oh, man, we ride and, uh, you know, we hang out and stuff. And I said, stop there. Stop right there. I said, you hang out. And they say, yeah, correct, Hollywood. And I said, okay, where do you hang out? Well, you know, we hang out at each other's places and stuff. Uh, we got a little clubhouse. I was like, okay, where's your clubhouse? And you're going to guess this one because I already did the second he said it. Well, I got it at my friend's place in his basement. I said, okay, cool. That's, you know, some club started out that way. Then I go to him and say, okay, do you guys go to any events? Have you inquired about what the COC is, NCOM is? Have you even been to see your dominant yet? Because in Illinois, there is only one dominant. You know, there's many more out there, you know, but the way I came up, it was only one. And everybody else was, you know, a 99, as they would call it. And that's another thing. History, people don't even know where the 99% came from, and that came from Chicago. D.C. Eagles. It's funny how people don't know their history. It, it, it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy they don't know their history. So I say to them, okay, did you go see the dominant? He says, no, we don't feel like we need to go talk to them i said okay why why don't you think you need to talk to them well we don't want to get involved in their politics i turn around right there and say you know what you don't want to get involved in the politics but at the same time you put on a diamond so you're putting yourself in that situation well, we don't see it that way. I was like, okay, what's the damn diamond mean to you? Because now I'm aggravated. Here they are, stop, say hi to me, and now I'm aggravated. Well, you know, it, it, it means we live outside of society's norms and stuff like that. You know the whole story. I was like, no, I don't know the whole story. Can you please tell me? Well, then he went into that bull crap about the AMA and stuff. I was like, hmm, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's all I was doing the whole time. I was like, so you're a one percenter because you feel like you live outside of society's norms and you have a right to put that on. 
And here I am thinking in my head, you're a bunch of freaking posers, man. You just want, when that happens, and I'm sure you guys have been through this, you want to pop them right in the mouth. You just do. You want to pop them. So they think because that's, you know, the diamond represents to them outside of society's norm that they can wear it. So I further get into this conversation with them. And I say, how many guys have you lost? Well, what do you mean? I was like, how many guys have you lost? Well, I don't know what you mean. I was like, what, hooked on phonics didn't work for you? I said, how many people have you lost? Meaning, have you lost to the grave for them defending their colors or gone to prison for a a lengthy uh, amount of time? Well, we're not criminals. I was like, whoa, time out, time out. Uh, I got to stop you right there. So you consider other diamond clubs criminals because they had members that fought and died for their patches or went to prison to protect their patches criminals. And he goes to me. Well, isn't that the very definition of a criminal? And again, Hollywood holds back because he wants to punch him in the mouth. I said, man, you got it all wrong. I was like, for one, you guys are uneducated. Or either that or you've been watching some stupid idiots on the internet. You know, I admit. I got a radio show. I'm, I got a dumb radio show. That's what I do to entertain you. You never, ever take what I say as gospel. Don't do it. Now, if you want to know about clubs, the only person I'm going to send you to is Shaggy's Corner. That's it. Or Black Dragon with the 99% stuff at the black clubs because I don't know nothing about black clubs. I'm going to send you straight to Shaggy. He puts out regular content. And he puts it in a way that you can understand. He is a member of NCOM. He's a member of the NCOC. He is the chapter uh, president, the state chapter uh, president for Missouri. COC. So that's who I'm going to send you to. My show is a goofy off the ass show. I'm here to piss you off and make you laugh. That is the goal of my show. Piss you off and make you laugh. But it seems like it they were the perfect example of how social media has really screwed everything up. They're here thinking that the diamond means living outside of society. Now, I have the mentality again, because it was 90s, you know, a lot of you new jacks probably weren't even born, that we were taught from Vietnam veterans, and the only one percenter clubs came from a specific time period, and those specific one percenter clubs put in the work. I'm not a diamond holder, but it pissed me to hell off because I feel that is the greatest disrespect you can do to the meaning of that patch. 
Now, I don't care who you support, and I'll be talking about these supporters as well in another video. I think it's tomorrow morning. I don't care who you support. Don't care. But each club out there that wears a diamond that's been around in those time periods have lost brothers to the grave and brothers that are still serving time till this day. So how are you going to go and disrespect that symbol by saying, oh, I've only been around eight months. Or we're putting it on because this is what we believe. No, you're jackass. You know, and at that point I was getting heated. And I finally said, as, you know, my voice was raising up and stuff like that. I was like, if you're a one percenter, why the hell are you letting me sit here yelling at you? I was like, why ain't we throwing fist right now? Oh, man, you know, we we just love your program. We love who you are and what you talk about. I was like, then, well, you probably didn't hear a damn word I say during my videos. You don't listen to me. You go to somebody like Shaggy or Black Dragon if you have to go on YouTube. But I would suggest that you go to your dominant and ask them how they feel about this well we you know then he goes we don't want the politics i was like you already put that's when i said you already put yourself in the politics you're wearing that diamond you're wearing a diamond of a club i've never heard of and i guarantee nobody else has but the problem with that is if you idiots go out there and start causing problems it's not going to come back on your asses because you're probably hanging around in your buddy's basement. Nobody knows who you are. What's going to happen is the cops are going to go to that dominant because whoever was in there when you were tearing up a bar is going to say, well, they had a 1%, uh, it looked like a 1% diamond on their thing. And the cops, because they're stupid, come on, let's admit it, they're dumb, are going to go to the dominant and say, hey, who was in that bar? Why did you guys tear it up? And the dominants are going to be sitting here, what happened? They're going to go to their meeting and say, hey, did any of you guys go into that damn bar? And everybody's going to look like confused and say, well, wait a second here. I really wish I could have got Shaggy uh, on the program, but, uh, you know, that would have been awesome. Uh, that way he gives some thoughts on his. You know, because I really look up to Shaggy because he's been in it a long time. You know, a long time before his previous club. Now he's in a club I really respect. A club that's been around since the 60s, so I know he knows what he's talking about. But it, as somebody who don't wear the diamond, and you see something like that, and know the problems that are caused by these type of clubs, it's despicable. 
And just like the title of this session, you know, so you say you're a one percenter. I say you live in fantasy land. I say, damn, man, you must have been smoking some good stuff with Tattoo, man, with Mr. Rourke. And how do you just, how do you, how do you do it? Now, I get it. If you don't want to be in politics, you say, okay, I'm going to start a club up. Okay, you don't want to follow protocol and tradition. That's fine. That's up to you. I don't care. I really don't. But there are other people out there that do give a crap. And you have to understand, hey, what's up, Skullduggery? Thanks, uh, buddy. They need to understand that this isn't a costume party thing. It's an actual culture with its own history, lore, and tradition. Hey, Shaggy is out there, man. <laughs> what's up, Shag? Uh, its own storyteller's music. Mandy, you got that right. <laughs> you got that right 100 damn percent. Uh, real life, what's the oldest club? 35 McCook Outlaws. Yeah, you got that right. 35, I think it was, uh, McCook, Illinois. So, well, you brought that up. It, oh, thanks a lot, uh, J-Man. $5. Uh, I can see if you say to yourself, you want to do this, this, and that. That's fine. Okay, you don't want to go and talk to them. That's your problem, not mine. Just expect the consequences if you're out there. But the thing that I will never freaking agree on is putting on a diamond, knowing the history of the scene, and you giving some stupid-ass excuse about why you're putting it on if it's chicks that you're looking for it's very easy them patch chasers those patch freaking uh, hoes they'll chase you down with just a regular three-piece on they don't know the difference between a diamond and a regular club so if that's your ideology is you want to get laid, fine. Everybody wants to get laid. I like getting laid. Even though I prefer uh, a, a good blowjob over, uh, you know, getting laid. But if that's what you're doing, and if that's what you're doing it for, you're doing it for all the wrong reasons. And really, before I left the conversation, I said... Okay, you're you're one percenters, right? So you know about traveling through territory that you give the dominant in that territory a how do you do? And they were like, well, what do you mean? I said, give them a how do you do? You call them dummy. Oh, why should we do that? I was like, okay, because I knew that was coming. I knew it. I said, do you know that 1% clubs that are for real, and boy, were they getting pissed off at that. I just wanted them to swing just once. Anyway, other 1% clubs will call the area's dominant just to let them know they're passing through. Why? It's not because you're some schluck. 
No, that's respect. So why can't you show the clubs that been around that damn long, decades upon decades with brothers lost, some damn respect? You're going to sit here and say, well, I can do what I want? No. No. Uh Uh-uh. That don't work. I do think I lost a couple subscribers over this, but it is what it is. It's just craziness. I never thought that you would see this kind of stuff. And then you're going to have people say, well, wait a second, Hollywood. Why in the hell are the dominants letting this happen? And I say to myself, well, you go do something about it then. You go and you take the risk at the charge. Because it's strong arm robbery right off the bat. But you say that these clubs should open their self up that, to that kind of legality. There's too much technology, dummies. For the ones that say that. There's too much. You can't walk and take a piss on your own lawn without a camera catching you freaking pissing. But you want a club because you think that they should do something about all this to put one of their members at risk. Well, that's an Einstein moment, isn't it? That's a real Einstein movement. You can't even go past an ATM without getting caught on it, even if you're a block away. So you're going to go up to somebody. You want them to give them a beatdown because that's what you think should happen. I'm sorry to tell you, really, that crap went out in the 2000s, the early 2000s. I think that's really, unless somebody got real stupid, which people do. Because they know that they'd be all over camera. Now, because you thought that, are you the one sitting behind bars? Are you in a 6 by 6 for strong arm robbery, assault and battery, whatever else these pigs can throw at you? No, it's not you. It's somebody else. Clubs ain't stupid anymore. They've evolved over that stuff. Yeah, there's stupid stuff that happens all the time. I cover it in Biker News, I know. And boy, do I freaking piss on some Wheaties doing that. But there's a lot of issues that come out of that kind of stuff. You can't hardly go anywhere in Texas, the epicenter of every damn thing, without a cop crawling up your ass if you have a patch. What's more disappointing is it might not be all of them, but a few, where American legions won't even let in clubs. They'll let the Patriot, uh, what is it, the freaking legion riders, whatever the hell in, but they won't even let armed forces clubs in there anymore. And why? Because of stupidity. Now, I can't sit here and defend the major clubs. I can't, because they stupid sometimes too. If not, they wouldn't be in bigger news. But 
It's not only them doing this stuff. It's you idiots that go around, start a club up, and throw a diamond on, and next thing you know, you tear up a damn bar, and you put everybody at risk. That's freaking ins- That's the definition of insanity. Definition of it. Why? Because you want to get your rocks off? Because you want to be able to stare in that mirror? Oh, I got a diamond on. Well, if you're taking your cue from Sons of Anarchy, they didn't wear a diamond, so why are you? I really wish that people would learn their history. Yeah, we all ride bikes and stuff like that. We all party. I personally believe the independent biker represents everybody. Even though the clubs are the ones that are mostly followed in the news. Come on. I can do the stupidest video talking about this. But if I throw up some biker news stuff, that starts getting hit. And I've noticed that about YouTube because I really don't concentrate on YouTube because I got my radio station, I got my podcasting, and I have noticed that when you're talking about biker news, everybody wants to know about it. Well, yeah, that's the way people are. They want that drama. And that's what this is for, is entertainment, because I actually asked a poll the other day a couple things. And it basically came back as it's entertainment. So sometimes, you know, I'll get these emails and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, don't you know this is just entertainment? It's like some of these people are real serious. Hardcore serious. Now, I've had a problem. Not me. I don't have problems. I get problems. With another creator. Which, by the way, I have to congratulate him on 100,000 subscribers. Very hard to do. Very, very hard to do. But he has this thing on Sundays called church and uses the terms pay and dues. It's great marketing ploy, if you ask me, because people are too stupid to understand that's not what it really is. But they do take it to heart. Oh, you know, I don't want to talk to him during church. Okay, uh, then we wonder what the hell's going on on the street. We wonder why people who take YouTube, Facebook, Instagram serious and why they're screwing everything up out there. It is really crazy to even think that way. But hey, good for him making his money. That's what this is about. It ain't for free, man, with all the freaking money we got to spend on equipment. But that just shows you the mentality 
of people that watch us, listen to us. And I have to admit, out of all the years I've been doing the radio, I have never run into something like I did with these people. And it really made me think about how people perceive stuff because I'm one of them guys that don't want nobody hurt. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in somebody getting hurt, especially over something stupid. I might not have the fondest outlook or feelings on law enforcement, but I also don't want them shot in the face like Ella French was in Chicago. So I say to myself, what do I do here? Do I start every video that I do by saying, hey, dumbasses, this is just entertainment? Because you really think that people would understand that. Why the hell would you come to a radio show like mine or uh, other creators thinking you're going to get sound advice? You're not. And I hate to say it, the only person that is a biker YouTube creator that is real, that lives that diamond life is Shaggy. That's the only one you should be listening to. Don't listen to me about these kind of subjects. I'm just giving you opinions on that subjects. Because it did make me kind of feel bad when they came up to me. And that's the kind of conversation that ensued. And I was like, am I the one who gave them that ideal? Because creators bear some responsibility in what they do. At least that's what I believe. I was like, man, did I have them go out there and do this crap? Was it something I said? Because you do get the feelings of guilt knowing they're going to get their freaking head pounded in. Especially here. In Illinois. And when it comes to the biker news segment, that's all it is, is an opinion. And I might make fun of it. Because it's like, damn, man, you stupid. You got caught. That's just, uh, that's part of the entertainment. What you guys see here on the radio is a lot different than the way I am off the radio I think a lot different so please don't take me damn serious man you know I'm a comical asshole you know all you have to do is listen to uh, the morning hoot with myself and China Dow, and you can see my personality and the other stuff that's a non-biker related show but with the Motorcycle Madhouse, I always wanted it to be straight, hardcore, and all that good stuff. Uh, Shaggy. Uh, let's see here. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Uh, thanks, bro. Now I'm going to get blamed for screwing everyone up. <laughs> Just watch out, man. Uh, these people take you real serious it's something that they do and it's something that you can't figure out 
because we come from a different generation. This generation, and I'm sure the Vietnam vet generation looked at us the same, but we weren't as stupid. The new generation is the me generation, is people who think that they can just do this or that without following some kind of tradition. And all it's doing is hurting people. Come on, look at the, the clubs. They just take anybody now. And the reason they do that is because I know that the numbers are down for them. Chapters you used to see 25, 30 guys at are down to six or seven guys now. I get it. You need people. But damn, man, do you want to sacrifice everything that your club built those previous decades for some schlucks that are going to do nothing but give your club a problem? That's something I'll never understand. And what it's doing by doing that is basically giving the okay for these other guys to run around acting stupid. I just, you know what, that's messed up. Uh, Shaggy, no, the Vietnam vet generation raised us to carry on the tradition. You got that right. Uh, Julio, my man, it was uh, different in the 60s, 70s, even in the 80s. Uh, JWY, you should have popped these. Dude, even though they were wearing a diamond, they probably would have called the cops. That's the problem. They would have probably called the cops. I would have punched him in the face. <laughs> uh, Rodent, nothing going to go on in a dominance area for long before these clowns get a friendly visit. My problem, and see, that's a good point that you bring up, Rodent. Where I'm at is mostly a rural area. The dominance really ain't near here there's one over in the other state right over the border but they don't you know there's nothing here so they're really not venturing in to some of the local places and some of these guys that do pop their heads up just stay right where they're at and that is a problem because if they go into a local establishment I don't care if they're across the state border, these dominants. They're going to get problems because of these idiots. And again, I truly believe most of these guys would call the cops. Uh, RP, pretty good, not food. Uh, Mark, Shaggy had a great uh, program today and the other day about the patches. Uh you guys haven't uh, seen him. Uh, do me a favor, guys, because uh, it is very important because there's a lot of people that give screwed up advice. Tell a friend or two about his channel at Shaggy's Corner. Tell somebody, uh, you know, hey, go over there, hit the subscribe button so we can get him going. Uh, Philip. Hello, Joseph. 70s was a different world. And it was. It was a different world back then. You know what I always say, even though it's funny? 
it'll tell you how much of a different world was. Watch any way, which way you can, or any which way but loose. That was filmed in the 70s. It was a Clint Eastwood deal, and you know, everybody laughs about the Black Widows. But look at the insignias that they were wearing. I looked at China Doll and told her, I was like, there's no way that movie could have been made today. None whatsoever. There would have been an outcry from all these cancel culture uh, people for what they were wearing. The Swazis, the Bolts, all that kind of stuff. Nowadays, you wouldn't be able to get away with that crap. Uh Uh-uh, you wouldn't be able to get away with that stuff. But that shows you the times it was back then. Now, it went through the 80s and 90s that way, but something in the 2000s really changed. I think it was 1994 with rubs and stuff like that coming into the scene. But the mentality as the Vietnam vets started retiring and stuff like that and our lack my generation lack of teaching somebody the right way has led to where we're at now my generation screwed the pooch i say that in everything not only in the biker stuff but the real world you know my generation's the one uh, running the damn country almost except for the guy who uh you know didn't get into the Oval Office. He went through the bushes. Oh my goodness on that one. So our generation screwed the pooch. We should have taught better. And then you wonder why. Because I always thought if you were going to join something, make sure you hung around a year. Or if you're going to go to the dominant and say, hey, we wanted to start something at least hang around a year together before you went to dominant and you would have seen how you would be working as a club. People ain't doing that now. People are jumping head into it and you're seeing that they don't last very long and the clubs themselves ain't lasting long. New clubs, come on, let's be honest, man. They're only lasting anywhere between a year five years at the most and unless they do it the right way you see a lot of clubs that automatically say you know let's go start another chapter here start another chapter there instead of working on their core base i never understood that one but hey it's me uh i think different and you can see with the style like black dragon he has a different style than i do but he's in an older generation than me. I have a different style compared to other ones that are younger than me. Some of the stuff is foreign to me. I learn every damn day. You know, but I keep it on a comedy type of deal, shock jock type of deal with my programs because I'm really not concerned about what other people are doing. Meaning, if you want to go out there and get your head knocked off, more power to you, man. More power to you. But that mentality, uh, and that's everybody's excuses, is, well, I don't want to be involved in the politics. Dude, as soon as you put on a patch, you're involved. 
You know, there ain't no fence sitting. It depends what area of the country you're in. There's no fence sitting, though. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And yes, in a large city like Chicago with 8 million people or some crap like that, the dominant ain't going to go chase you down. What's going to happen is one of those days you're going to end up at an event that they're at. Let's see here. Uh, Mr. WC, how you doing? I got to go into uh, my chat here. Say hi to everybody. Lefty. Uh, Rooster Run, I just wish we could go back to fist fighting. The pulling guns at a fight is not how it used to be. You know what? I really wish that would have happened too. You know, go back to the freaking fisticuffs and also go back to the chains and stuff. But you got to remember that even back in, uh, decades ago, you know, there's fire bombings there was you know you know shootings that were happening and you know what's funny most of the damn wars were started over abroad you know if you know your history of the big club stuff a lot of them were started over freaking broads you know and you wonder why you want them to go into the corner and shut up uh but it wasn't a gang banging type of thinking it was more you're trying to protect your brother and your patch. Now, you got drive-bys happening. You got a lot of stuff being farmed out to gangs. And it has kind of got ridiculous. You got major clubs that I would have never thought you would see taken in gangbangers. Straight up, no bikes, but there to be soldiers. You never would have thought you would have seen something like that. Because it goes against their history of how they started and why they started. So it's something I don't get. You know, I got a video coming up. Hey, gangbangers, pull your pants up. You want to be a biker, act like one. There's nothing worse than seeing some guy... Wearing a $150 freaking pair of designer jeans that squeeze off the circulation in your Johnson. Nothing worse than seeing that. Or nothing worse than seeing somebody wearing a pair of damn shorts on a motorcycle. Come on, that's idiotic. But that's the way they think now. Where I always thought, hey, man, and I dress like it too, you know. You wear a couple pairs of pants, you know, wear a pair of pants for, you know, a week at a time, dirty as hell. You know, you got your uh, dirty-ass T-shirts on. You know, you got your freaking uh, jewelry hanging on your neck. And, hey, even a dirty, grimy biker got all the freaking puntane they wanted. You know, we didn't have to go out there and dress stupid. But it's a different generation, and by God, that's sad that they're taking it over. You know, most of us, uh, within the next 20, 30 years, my generation be retired on the freaking porch talking about how many women we bang to our grandkids. And that they're going to be the ones in charge. Different way of thinking, different styles and all that good stuff uh airborne stoner uh shorts on bike is dumb i never got it maybe it's not me uh i don't get it 
<laughs> I don't. Uh, RP, the clubs uh, will get these ex-gang members in to do all the dirt while they keep their hands clean. But it only drags the club down. Uh, no, I gotta agree. Some of them do do that. And the Biker News, I actually cover a lot of that type of stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff that we wouldn't have seen my generation is happening now. Uh, yeah, again, you know, people go to the fire bombings. Well, you got to remember, there was a lot of pissed off Vietnam vets, man. And some of their specialties were working with dynamite. You know, uh, you had to worry about walking out to your car and turning that sucker. Uh, and one of the things that's really changed is houses how do you houses used to be off limits and that's just showed you how things have changed uh skull duggery got my bike starter kit today came with a pair of jordan sneakers a flat bill cap flannel shirt and a ghetto gat <laughs> oh my god uh <laughs> Uh, Ruben, uh, well, I'm a good person, but by definition, a one percenter is someone who rides a motorcycle and breaks the law or what? Holy shit. Where'd that go? Uh, hold on a second here. Uh, it's gone. I hate when YouTube does that shit. I really do. Got my starter biker kit. I'll leave it to freaking skull, man. <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious. You gotta love my guys. Uh anyway, uh I'm gonna try this guys. If you want, you can freaking uh call in if you want. There's the number 847-957-1656. Let me see if this crap works again. I did not test the freaking studio line i should have done that stuff uh if you do want to call in it's 847-957-1656 uh if it don't work i'll get the sucker working one of these days uh again it's summer break and uh, i've been working on freaking the radio station a lot but uh what's your thought about this man would you have punched him in the face next thing you know that it would have been calling the damn cops. Hey, I see my haters in here. You know, the thumbs down. There's always that one jackass. He hates my stuff, but damn, you watch it a lot. Uh, let's see here. Victor, I got gang jumped a week or so ago. Leaving a bar crushed in my windpipe. Sent me to the ER for over 10 hours. Sorry to hear about that, man. Uh, that kind of sucks. You're on air, man. What's up? It's Shaggy. Shaggy! What's up, Homer? <laughs> oh, hate and discontent. You should have punched that son of a bitch in the mouth. Oh, my God, dude. They had me freaking going, man. My blood was boiling. Oh, my God. Uh, when you first started off with that, all I could think was a bunch of cops. Right. What do you think about these guys that, you know what, uh, that just throw this crap on now? Well, the reason why they do it, uh, it puts all of us club across this country in a trick bag because 20 years ago, if you'd done some shit like that, nobody had the cameras, nobody had all the bullshit on you. 
you got dealt with where you stood, right where you were at, and not a person who witnessed it said a word. Right. They knew to keep their meat and age the minute you pop somebody. The dude you pop, if he's still, you know, uh, coherent, he's going to call the law while 30 of you are video recording. So mm. one percenters ain't going out there smacking these guys around because, one, it's strong arm armor, armor uh, robbery if you get from them. Two, uh, everybody's videotaping it, so it's not like you get a good lawyer. You get the best lawyer on the planet, and a video speaks volumes. And your lawyer's going to go, so um, how do you want your uh, commissary sent to you? You know? Right. Um, these guys are getting away with this shit for being alone. Uh, you can't serve your club in prison. You just can't do it. Right. Um, and that's the mindset one percenters are having was much as I sued in half, if I do that, um, I'm putting my club out there on front street. I'm putting um, my myself in a position to go to prison. I won't be able to support my family. won't be able to take care of my club. You know, I'll lose everything I have. Um, and to me, to live in this lifestyle, you better be dedicated, dedicated, dedicated. But you've got to use your brain these days. The one percenter has had to evolve. They've had to evolve. They've had to be uh, evolve and and think more clearly, because what you do, what one single individual in a motel club does, entire club, and especially if it's a national club, it affects the national. Mm. And this is the things we have to worry about. We have to be careful with. Me personally, I'd have been like, okay, you guys are supposed to up one percenters. How about this? Give me those cuts you're wearing, and we'll do this nicely, so I don't get charged with robbery. And you guys go back to your base. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to use your brain. Right, right. Now, you know, I'm glad I have you on. What is this a topic of conversation with NCOM, worries with NCOM that this kind of stuff is happening and it's leading to the profiling issues? Well, so um, uh, you have to be very careful with NCOM, NCOC. Um, and, and topics like this, because, um, those are about, those organizations are about creating laws to, uh, better the MC community, better the biker community, better the motorcycle enthusiast community in the aspect of, um, legislation that's going to help being killed, protect them from being killed, you know, all those great things there, uh, the profiling stuff, typically, um, those kind of topics are considered um, club business, and a lot of clubs and a lot of people don't want to touch that because it's a safe in, safe out. We're here for one common purpose, not to bring the street in here. We're here to talk about legislation. Um, you know, honestly, uh, there there's probably a bunch of us that would just love to all of us sit down and say, look, this bullshit has got to stop. We are becoming the laughing stock. Uh, of of our uh, of everything, man. We're making front page news. We're 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 going outside of our our norms that we preach about and teach about. Uh, a lot of these YouTube channels that are out here are a joke because of of what they're saying and they're spewing. I mean, shit, man. There's cops that are are, are teaching MC protocol. Yeah, I know. I'm going. Was never heard of, man. Not not when I come through. Mm. But the NCOC, income, they don't want to touch stuff like that because they don't want to spark off. Not a Waco, 
but literally a full-on blown-out, uh, you know, uh, war inside of a building because some clubs just don't want to hear the opinions of others and uh, what they might say, whether it be derogatory, good, or whatever, because you got to remember, 1% of clubs don't give a shit about what other 1% of clubs think of them. Every club is its own entity. Mm-hmm. So um, they operate on, on their own accord. They, they want to be left alone when they have to interact with each other. It's respect. It's professional. Um, they don't, incomes don't want that kind of stuff there. The NCOC don't want that kind of stuff there. There are a lot of those meetings, mm-hmm. um, but they're with the responsible adults and the leaders and stuff like that. You know, I don't want to see all, I know it can't be all rainbows and, and, and uh, unicorns and you know, sprinkly shit, but I'd love to see the big all the leaders of the big clubs get together and say, you know, enough's enough. We got to start protecting each other, and we got to start getting this lifestyle to where the gangland mentality stops, the the you know killing each other stops. Um, it is becoming so prevalent that I honestly believe that the government and and the the law enforcement is involved with a lot of this stuff because I think they're trying to push the MC community out. Mm. It's too goddamn prevalent. These clubs cannot be. Um, stubborn or this stupid to do the stuff that they're doing and and not expect the public to turn against them. Right. And that's a lot of stuff that I see uh, because I get a lot of independence on our show, especially during biker news and stuff like that, that I never thought would turn on clubs because in our day, we, you know, the clubs were, you know, at the top of the barrel and everybody supported them. Now it's like these people are turning and running to the cops now, you know, supporting the cops, supporting the blue. And it's like, I, where the hell did that line go that we never crossed? Okay. So I actually have a theory on this because, um, I was taught with the mentality of when I joined this flight, um, it was the cop's job to catch us. It was our job not to get caught. Exactly. Um, and, and there was that line of respect right and they didn't tolerate us but we knew the bounce mm-hmm. after the riot uh after um chris brown, uh, brown i think his name was here in st louis that was killed uh when all these uh black lives matter things started happening all these protests uh pretty much the police officers that raided in in a, in a bad aspect you know you can't have a non-police statement it's chaos right. stupid bikers ain't stupid you know, we're not of the cops, but we're not we're not so naive and dumb that we can just do it without them or defund. Right. But that whole so I think that whole thing came from Trump and shit like that. Don't get me wrong, I was a Trump supporter, uh, so don't I won't piss your, your listeners off. But um, a lot of that came with that American patriotic mentality that bikers carry. You know, hey, we don't want to join them, we don't want nothing to do with them, but for God's sake, they don't need to be done. Way and that's I believe what I've seen is why they're getting the support they're getting from the biker side of things. And even though it's unheard of, bikers will always stand on the side of the patriot. Right. Period. Because bikers are the most patriotic people on the planet. Exactly. <laughs> you got that right. We have more veterans, and uh, you know we have to thank you for your service. You were in the service. Uh, most of our uh, culture comes from the service. 
Absolutely it did. Look at all the big, big uh, what, eight or nine clubs now that were started dur- right after and during the Vietnam, um, the Banditos, uh, uh, the Warlock, the Sons of Silence. Right. I mean, those are, 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 you know, got a lot of great guys and a lot of them. Got, and those club guys were all, all them clubs were started with guys that come out of the church. Mm-hmm. They all came out of the 60s. And I think a lot of the younger guys don't understand how awesome it was learning from some of them. Man, I was very fortunate. I am a very, very uh, fortunate uh, person that has been so lucky in my life to be in the right places at the right time to meet some of the uh, um, elders of lifestyle um, I- I've met and-, and got to sit down with these guys, break bread with them, talk with them. And, man, you know, you see all these people on TV with the paparazzi and all these famous folks, and, and they can't get away or anything like that, and everybody's so enamored by them. Man, I get two shits less about them guys. A 30, 40, 50, 60-year member of a motorcycle club. Man, I'm chasing that dude down. I'll buy him dinner. I'll buy him lunch. I'll buy him beers all night. I don't care. I want to sit in love. Mm-hmm. Those are one of the guys that you just want to, you know, they start talking, you just plop down and shut up. <laughs> That's exactly right, man. And I always tell these guys this. I said, you old guys had the best motorcycles. You guys had the best drugs, the best booze, the, the orgies, the best, mm-hmm. best swimmers. And and then you all got had too much fun and got in trouble. And, and now look at us now. We can't do anything, have any fun. And every goddamn one of them old guys would say, they go shit and grin on their face. So <laughs> we had fun doing it. You know, another problem that I see, and maybe this is uh, steamrolling uh, where guys like this would put a diamond on, is they're trying to live off of clubs' reputation from the Vietnam era, 80s, 90s, and stuff like that, and they don't understand that's not the way it is anymore. You know, I can remember back in the day, um, who wore anything on your vest? Um, and, and you were a 99% club or, or even lower, uh, RC, uh, uh, all the way down to the teacher club. You wore anything on your vest that had a diamond, had a 13, had 69 on it. Uh, the one club in the area or the OMC, because there, there were clubs that were OMCs that just didn't wear the diamond. Uh, they beat the bricks right off of you. They mm. cut that patch off of you. And if they caught you wearing it again... Um, you know, bad things would happen. Not a nice Today's ending. Today's day age, uh, people are more concerned with, well, you know, those guys look cool wearing that, and they're not going to do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because of the, 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 the social media, the videos, uh, the cameras, and everybody's got to be a snitch. They can't mind your own business. Exactly. And we got to face it, you know, they got bigger problems than the chase uh, clubs like this around. Well, sure. Right now, with what's happening in Missouri, I guarantee you the, the Midwest Gig Task Force, you know, that, that, that genius uh, Steve, uh, Cook. Steve Cook and his cronies over there, you know, their, their books just got filled up with money. So they're going to be running rapid across the Midwest again, you know, you know Proclaiming that motorcycle clubs are gangs, and and they're going and and they're going to try to make life miserable for bikers, exactly. and it's uncalled for. 
Yeah, if people don't know what the Midwest Gang Association is, that is started by Steve Cook. He was a freaking, I think it was Kansas City or something like that. Independence. Independence. And he went up against the goose. A couple of them went down. Next thing you know, he's a gang expert. And this organization goes around other law enforcement and gives seminars and all that kind of shit. He's a big schlock. Well, if, if you want to see something funny, watch Beware of the Goose. This had to go after those guys and infiltrate those guys. He started his own 1% club with a bunch of cops. They knew, they called him. Right he ended up hanging out on the Kansas side and, and trying to bust a bunch of clubs over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dude is useless. He's a, he, 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 they ought to indict him on, on uh, taxpayer fraud. You know, he's wasting the, our good taxpayer money and with no result. Right, right. And those that don't know who the Goose are, they're a very old club. Uh, they were actually at Hollister, I believe. Uh, started off as a race team and stuff, just like a lot of other clubs have. You know, you got to have a lot of respect for the goose. Yeah, uh, and they a lot. Uh, uh, most of them guys that are are patched wear still still wear the sweater, and that stuff's cool, man. That's old. That's old school history, right there. That's the cool shit, man. Mm. And uh, L Four Steros, they're. Uh sister club uh believe the president who passed away uh he was building some kick-ass choppers man uh well they don't have a president they have a, a, i believe a board I, I won't get into their business right but i think i've got to meet him and talk with him and he was an amazing amazing individual right a lot of people don't understand with the clubs it ain't all about just going out there. You know, they spend the time with each other. They eat at each other's uh, dinner table. They work on bikes a lot. It's not what you just see in the news. So if you want to really see the professionalism of, of 1% club, um, go to a 1%er funeral. Oh, yeah. You will see clubs from all over this country, especially if it's a dude that was very well respected and, and very well known. It is an amazing sight. You know, regardless of what their problems are with each other, they will let that go and grieve together. And, and that's unheard of. There's no other parts of uh, the world society that does that. Mm-hmm. But bikers are a unique bunch of people that are compassionate here and they're, they're very down to earth and, and big hearted. And they're labeled as such horrible monsters because we will fight for something we believe in. Right. Well, God damn it! I was taught that that's the American way, and I guess uh, I will never change that part of me and that part of my life. You know what? You said it perfectly. Uh, you know, one video that you did that really stuck with me was how you explained when people call clubs gangs. That made an impact. So, um, it really aggravate others um, uh, comment but at the same time I respect him he, he could be a trolley I don't know anything about this stuff I'm not real tech savvy but he he is the guy I'm kind of uh, he's the kind of example that's out there putting out such BS right uh, and and he's calling me out so hey man you know I'm always down for a fight so yeah, yeah I'll answer the call and 
the thing with that separate the gang ex you know, death cycle club is the fact that, you know, gang members will they'll kill their best friend to step over them to be at the top of the sphere. Um, right. Motorcycle clubs don't do that. Um they they won't take care of their their brother's uh, family when their brother is killed. They'll just drop them like it's hot. And they'll take the money out of their their best friend's pocket before, or you know, the coroner comes and gets them. Mm-hmm. Gangs don't care about each other. Bikers love each other. They love the family. Man, some of the coolest things that I, in the twenty one years of me doing this is watching my brothers play with my son when he was a kid. Uh, watching uh, the other brothers play with the other kids in in the you know the club family, and and watch them grow up, and then they're having kids, man, that's something I smile about all the time. I love being called, and I still to this day love being called Uncle Shaggy. I'm not the the crazy uncle that teaches them all the bad stuff. You know, <laughs> um, you know uh, that that is something I've never heard a gang member talk about. Mm. I never, and I, I've met gang members, you know, from all over the country, and, and some of the guys are down there care less, man. It's about money and power. Exactly, you got that damn right. You know, I just hope everybody goes to your channel and they can, uh, you know, ask you because you got uh, what Saturday uh, questions and answers. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, and that I come up with when I'm going through the comments, man. I just want to tell all these people, one, thank you for what you, you've done in Black Dragon as well, but all these people are just so positive, and some of the questions I'll respond you know, directly with um, through the, the, the comments deal because it's just what I want to talk about you know, mm. um, on air. Um, but the questions people are asking are really legit questions. And I really dug the question about, you know, what's the difference between a white 1% club and a black 1% club? That one, you know, hit home for me because I know I, I, I know a lot of these clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I'm a fortunate person. I, I've been in the right places at the right time. I've met some, some of the most amazing people across this country and some, you know, old nubs as well as some of the newer ones. Um, you know, if it wasn't for – I never thought that this was going to go like this, man. And and uh, it's really cool to hear what people have to say. It's really cool that the questions they have. That tells me that our lifestyle is going to carry on because people do care. And that that brings me hope, man, because uh, the last couple of years, it's been talking, man, our lifestyle ain't got much time left. This last income meeting, you know, it's like, yo, all these states are wanting to get rid of uh, uh, anything that's petroleum-based uh, engines and stuff like that by 2035. Um, I cannot imagine my... My life without imagine my life without the MC community. I cannot imagine my life without the people that are around me and the people I get to meet. Right. Because these bikers, these motorcycle enthusiasts, these clubbers, they're genuine, real people. They're not fake. And these guys that are trying to be something that really, really hurts our our, our lifestyle. And and uh, I think it's um, these people are just trying to get rid of us because they can't be it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, man. You you really speak the truth, and everybody get your butts over. This is the guy you want to listen to, and you know, he's the one that is going to give it to you straight up. 
his platform is about teaching you where my platform is just like i said pissing in your wheaties and making you laugh that's all my program's about but his is the true deal and you got he's got to get over there like i said get one friend or two friends to subscribe let's blow his channel up because this is legit advice from a legit guy who's recognized and also part of uh, some great organizations that help out bikers well, the other thing, too, is I will tell a good story or two. For those who've been following, man, the grand salute to story. Um, I still laugh about that every day. Um, the brother I spent time with yesterday, we were laughing about that. And, uh, you know, uh, I will put more stories in there. I really have to think about some of the stuff I say because I, I, I was a heathen, so I got to make sure I say something that's going to get my own ass in trouble. <laughs> because I mean I like to have fun, man. It isn't it, it isn't illegal to me, but somebody might pay mm -hmm. across the line. Do rock on, man. Well, I appreciate you calling in, Shaggy, man. That was a surprise, man. I didn't know you were on until uh, I seen you in the chat and stuff. Uh, but everybody, you, you get bet, your butts man. over there, man. You know, like you his guys channel. have a good night. You too, Shag. Talk to you. And that was Shaggy 1%er, the true 1%er. Uh, but uh, hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed the first comeback out of the summer break of Motorcycle Madhouse. We're going to try to do this every Sunday, probably around 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Uh, we're going to have uh, the studio line. I'm going to get better reception and on that stuff where you guys can call in, bitch at me, uh, talk about what you want to talk about. Uh, Sokoa Shaggy, what is Shaggy's channel? It is called uh, Shaggy's Corner. Uh, I'm going to start putting his link in my description box. That way you guys can go over there and uh, see him. Like I said, uh, he really does explain everything in terms that you can understand. It ain't about uh, the theatrics. It's not about this or that. Uh, he does it from his phone a lot. Uh, he ain't technological like some of our shows are. But what he speaks makes up for all that kind of stuff. And it's something that would be a treat for you if you guys haven't been over there. I'd watch all his videos if I was you guys. Uh, but, you know, it just goes to show you creators got to start being honest. And honest in the aspect of kind of what I do. Hey, we're stupid radio show. Stop taking uh, us so freaking uh, serious. But go to people like him that are a part of organizations that have been fighting for your rights it's not just for mcs man we're talking independence as well independents get profiled just as much as freaking uh, mcs do hog members abate members and that's why i always preach if you can't go out there and support these type of MROs, NCOM and stuff and NCOM i believe is open to the public at their conventions and stuff send in some dues man if you can send dues into a damn youtube channel you can send some freaking dues to abate mrf or help out ncom and stuff it's just being real so 
Tomorrow morning, 8.15, uh, actually at 8 o'clock, I got, uh, I think I'm talking about Motorcycle Club supporters tomorrow morning. Uh, after that, at 8.15, I go to the uh, Morning Hoot on the radio. If you haven't downloaded our app, you can in the description box. It's free, 24-7, rock and heavy metal, man. No commercials, man, so you just plug us right in. And uh, the app is free if you got Android, and I am working on it when it comes to uh, the Apple stuff, but their coding is just out, man. It's out of my freaking atmosphere. Google makes it easy. But uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. It was a real good uh, conversation today. If you got topics you want me to talk about on the Madhouse, go ahead and email me at info at insanethrottlebikernews.com. I'm out of guys. You have a good one. Be good or be bad. Passes around like a hooker, I say. Bye-bye.